This is episode 74. How well are you educating your clients? This is Stephanie Lanes, owner of the Stephanie Lanes Institute and creator of the Stephanie Lanes Institute Beauty Business Podcast. It's been a really interesting fourth quarter. Fourth quarter has always been where most businesses make 30 to 40% of their income. Some are, some aren't. What we are seeing, however, is an opportunity for many of our clients to get access to pretty much any and everything at all times, 24-7. For a while, I have been, especially as I'm coaching, helping estheticians understand in order for your business to really stand out, you're going to have to do really two specific things. One, you're going to have to allow people to give your business money whenever they want. And that can look a couple different ways. The first way can definitely be from your e-commerce website. If you don't have an e-commerce website, you're struggling a little bit because they don't have access to you. They only have access to you during business hours, whether they call or text, they may have to come by. But that's the first place that I usually discuss. The second is going to be education. Many estheticians are not doing a great job at educating their clients as to the why. So we here at Say Brazil have an amazing affiliate program with many of our estheticians. We have um, our Shopify website where estheticians give them a link, they give them a discount, they purchase, we ship them for them, right? A lot of those clients are asking basic questions because many estheticians don't really take the time to educate them. And what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is educating them to the why. It's not just use the product, but why do they need to use the product? And what are they doing with that product? What is happening in the skin? So when we get the questions, and you would not believe the amount of questions that we get, but when we get the questions from clients saying, okay, so when do I use this? And why am I using it? Is this to exfoliate? And I'm going to stay with the exfoliation conversation because I do feel a lot of estheticians don't explain exfoliation well. You know, I'm about diagrams. I love being able to show pictures. I love being able to do those kinds of things. But when it comes to exfoliation, many of your clients are over exfoliating because we've given them a general direction of exfoliate. I would love to challenge many of you who are listening. If you are telling your clients to exfoliate, explain to them why they're exfoliating and whatever method you're using, what it's doing to the skin. So for example, mechanical exfoliation, right? Mechanical exfoliation is easy. Most people are going to do it, but it may not be what they think it is. Many people think when you say the broad word of exfoliate, that means that dead skin, keratinized cells are moving off of healthy skin. That's not necessarily true. So if you really understand exfoliation and you have a client that you're exfoliating, let's take it a step further and really explain to them what is happening to their skin, right? So when people use me mechanical exfoliation, exfoliating gloves, African rag, loofah rag, all of these different things, they're moving dead skin around. Does that necessarily mean that dead skin is actually physically removing from healthy skin? No. 
but it's moving around. Some may come off, a lot does not. But we keep telling them to exfoliate and they don't know what they're exfoliating. And to me, it's sad because that's such a great educational opportunity for you to grow your relationship by explaining to them what is actually happening in the exfoliation. The second part of exfoliation, which I love to help people understand is chemical exfoliation, which is what I prefer. I find most people who mechanical do who do mechanical exfoliation over exfoliate the skin. You're exfoliating every day in the guise of thinking that you're getting rid of dead skin when in actuality you're moving it around either because your skin's so dehydrated, you're using a cleansing option that's actually not healthy or balanced in the skin. And then you don't have any kind of chemical option to actually make sure that that dead skin is being separated or unglued is what I love to say from healthy skin. So when I go to, to chemical exfoliation, I love enzymes. I'm always going to go to enzymes first. It's the easiest to explain. It's the easiest to help people understand we're dissolving all of that dead skin. It doesn't sting. It doesn't burn. We're just dissolving it out of the way. Once we shower and rinse it off, it goes away. So all that dead skin is gone. Those enzymes eat it up. But we're not explaining exfoliation. And how do I know this? Because I'm answering those questions from your clients. They don't know how to exfoliate. And when they don't know how to exfoliate, they're doing what you're telling them, but you definitely could be doing a better job at explaining the why they need to exfoliate. And I use this example every single time, and I'm very clear. We cannot affect change in the skin if the product you're using is stuck in dead skin or stuck in keratinized cells. It can never get to the healthy skin where we can actually make some change. So in order for us to see change in your skin, we actually need to remove all of that dead skin that's been built up. Makes, makes sense, right? I'm a very matter of fact type of esthetician. You guys know that. But we need to be explaining more and we need to be educating more so that these clients are not over exfoliating their skin. Because once ex over exfoliation happens, there's no results anymore. Because we're over exfoliating. And I see this a lot with alpha and beta hydroxy, and I see this a lot with mechanical exfoliation. A lot of estheticians don't even really understand why enzymes are so powerful, especially on their own. They don't need to have acid backup um, and how it's so universal. And any and every skin type and condition can use enzymes, and it's not going to irritate the skin because it really only deals with dead skin, which is what we want to get out of the way. So when we use amazing products, it's getting to that healthy skin. Most folks are going to stay in the mechanical space or they're going to jump to the alpha and beta hydroxy space. And unfortunately, if you understand the function of alpha and beta hydroxys, the exfoliation is a byproduct, but that's going to take days to happen. It speeds up the cell cycle, but it doesn't slough off dead skin. It may loosen that glue and may loosen a little bit, but it's not going to be as effective as an enzyme. So when we start telling them to use acids to exfoliate, in my opinion, I'm very clear on helping people understand you'll have a better response in the skin. It'll be instantly changed with enzymes. So the first place I start with folks, when you are talking about exfoliation, I'm going to go to the enzyme. We offer enzymatic spray, which is our enzyme mist, and we offer enzyme scrub, which is in our illuminating. So it, and the illuminating scrub is a little bit thicker. Um, and it can sit on the skin and it can dissolve. You can watch it dissolve 
away that dead skin. Like I prefer enzymes. And when we start talking about hair removal, especially, you cannot have a client that has overexfoliated skin. You just can't. It's not going to cooperate when we're talking about removing the hair. And that's more important, right? So even in the hydration process, overexfoliated skin does not cooperate. When we're talking about brightening, it really won't. So I think our education has to be more simple when we explain the function of why. Then I'm going to take it to part two. So we'll not retail, but we will suggest a product to use but we don't tell them why they need to use it. So if you're an esthetician and you're not retailing and you're giving them, um, you know, a link to come to any of our products or you're telling them to go to a certain space or a certain marketplace to buy a product, you can still educate them on the function of the product. Like my whole thing has always been about education and I always want to educate people in the most easiest and simplest way. I never want to overcomplicate it. But if you're not educating at all, or you're not educating to the extent where they understand, they're going to go to someone to ask them for more clarification. And unfortunately, education is also a part of that relationship business. So I love discussing exfoliation. I love talking about hydration, which everyone needs. But I think the education is really the key. And unfortunately, many estheticians, in my opinion, especially in 2023, don't have enough education to competently explain to clients in a very simple term why they need to be doing what they need to be doing at home. So when I come to educate, I'm very, very clear. In order for you to affect change, you, client, have to be a part of the team. So your job is to every day do your job. And then when you see me, I do my job and we work together. But it can't just be me or it can't just be you. We have to make this a team collaborative effort. But sometimes we miss that in the excitement of a sale or the excitement of someone rebooking or buying a package or whatever we're trying to do. We kind of gloss over that education part. And the education is where you seal the deal. And I'm very clear and very simplistic. I want it simple. I don't want any confusion. I don't want someone confused on why they should wash their face, why they should bathe daily, why they need to exfoliate in a certain way because they have ingrowns or they have um, a lot of clogged follicles. Like I want them to understand why instead of, oh, I just need to exfoliate. And the exfoliation conversation is one I feel I have multiple time with people to get them to understand. We're really just trying to make sure we have product get to healthy skin. And if you haven't been educated um, enough to help you feel confident to relay that to clients, there's a lot of great education out there, pretty much with all of our, you know, brand names that we have. And there's a few companies that are doing, you know, education now that really have nothing to do with brand specific. Like education on our end as an esthetician is something that never ends. We will always be educating ourselves all of the time, no matter how much time we have in. I'm constantly educating myself. 
But when I educate myself, I want to spin it so that the education that I have, I can explain it in a very simple way so there's no confusion. There's a lot of products on the market. Your clients are being bombarded on all socials, the television, email, Google, billboards, newspapers, shoppers, any and everything. They're being bombarded with products. So it's not that they don't have access to the products. It's that we haven't put ourselves into the position to be the educator to help them understand the reason why. And this is how I know that it's lacking because if you have a client that you're working with and they love to shop, right? They love to go to Sephora. They love to go uh, uh, Wessa Ulta, all of the places that they can be in product heaven and they love doing it. They're not necessarily there because they need a product. They're there because they're trying to understand one, their skin, and then what products need to work for their skin, right? The art of skincare consultations is lost now. I still love skincare consultations. I actually have a full skin scanner. I love Woods Lamps. I love all of the tools to really help people understand what is happening in their skin. But that is a lost art. And the reason it's a lost art is because there's a lot of education that goes into skin analysis. So when you understand skin analysis and you understand the skin is telling you and you can read the skin and that takes a lot of time. It takes education that takes experience, takes time. When you can read the skin, then you can explain to the client what they've been doing and what the skin is responding to. And if we understand the skin, the skin is going to respond 24 to 48 hours. We don't need to keep using it weeks and weeks and weeks and say, oh, my skin's going to get used to it. That's not, that's not what happens with skin. We know that. But you have a lot of clients looking for answers and they're looking for it in products when they actually need education. They need to understand the acne clients. Many people think they have acne, but you and I, we both know they do not. Then they go out and they buy acne products and then they destroy their acid mantle and then they have a war happening on their skin and they need it to be corrected because they're not using the right products because in their mind, they think they have acne. When I describe acne, it is a consistent, inflamed, lesions, bleeding, fluid condition. It's not once a month, it's all the time. And when I describe acne in that way, especially because I'm an acne client, people clearly get it, right? I'm pretty sure you've had a client come in, oh, I have acne. And you look at them, you're like, you don't have acne. You have occasional blakeouts. You probably have some clogged situations happening in some of those pores and follicles, but you don't have acne. But yet and still, they're convinced they have acne and they will go and buy every acne product on the shelf. In my world, it comes back to me very clear. There's a lack of education when it comes to helping, especially your clients, understand what's happening in their skin. This is why skin analysis is so important. This is why estheticians who take their time and do a thorough skin analysis have very consistent clients. Can you do skin analysis when you're doing hair removal? Absolutely. If you don't have a woods lamp and you're a hair removal specialist, sugar, waxer, whatever you're doing, 
the woods lamp will change a lot of your conversations. The woods lamp's going to tell you exactly what's happening in the skin. It's going to tell you whether it's bacterial. It's going to tell you whether it's overproduction of oil. Like it's such a great tool for people who have issues. Now your clients that don't have issues in hair removal, you know, we're just trying to battle hydration. But for the ones that have issues, they need to understand and they need to know what's happening. They need to be able to see if they can, right? Not face, but body specifically. So the reason I love coming and having these types of conversations when it comes to educating clients, it's because they're looking for education. They're looking for attention. They're looking for the function of what exactly they're doing. The reason I try to explain things in a very simple layman's terms where there's no confusion is because that solidifies the relationship. They understand now. Oh, I understand why you want an enzyme. I love the way my skin feels after I use an enzyme. It's so soft and it feels so hydrated. And I ask those questions. Now, when you were exfoliating before, did your skin feel like this? No. Oh, now it's the circle's complete. From now on, they're going to listen to exactly what I'm saying, right? We're going to start to see change. That solidifies the relationship even more. So I think when you, when you focus on the education part, and it doesn't even have to be with just products and home care. It needs to be, but some of you don't sell home care. So you're kind of missing that key element. But for the ones that do, the education is important. Is the education important in the services? Absolutely. Just as important. Why are you doing this to their skin? What is happening during the service? What are the expected outcomes? We don't say any of this because we are stuck in the exchange. I said this on my last podcast that many estheticians focus a lot on the money exchange and they don't focus a lot on the, on the relationship. When you are educating the money exchange is a given. It's more focusing on solidifying the relationship because now you're explaining to them exactly what it is that's happening in their skin in real time. So my folks that do, you know, customized skincare services, they're doing skin analysis every time that client comes in because the service is based on what the skin is presenting at that time. That's not a protocol. That takes time and that takes education as well. So after analyzing the skin, whether it's with the skin scope or a woods lamp, then you're looking at it and saying, oh, we have some surface dehydration. We probably have a little bit of overproduction of oil in this space. So I'm going to do a combination. I'm going to do a mask in those overproduction for clay, and then I'm going to do a hydrating where it's dehydrated, right? But that all happened because there was an analysis of the skin. It's why I push so hard for customized services, because sometimes we get in such a rut where we focus and hyper-focus on protocols or using products because we're told they work well together, but we don't quite understand what the skin is telling us. When you can read skin, when you can, you can do skin analysis and you can analyze the skin, you can charge top dollar. My custom facial was 250 because it was customized. You're paying for the time 
with me. I'm treating your skin what it's showing me right now. Most estheticians don't do services like that. Which is why if you truly want to elevate your business, you're going to get to that custom space where people are just charging you for time now. They're not even charging you for the service. They're charging you for your expertise, your skin analysis, your evaluation, and your time. And we have quite a few estheticians that are in our esthetician business community that are charging by time because it has nothing to do with a specific service. What it has to do with is being able to customize that service. So every time they come to see you, it's different. Then you're educating in that service. You're noticing when the weather changes, we're losing moisture out of the air. The temperature is dropping. It's becoming colder. Our skin's gonna become drier. If you're in a climate where people are constantly in heaters or they have extreme, you know, temperature change where it's freezing outside and it's hot as hell inside, there's going to be a change in that skin. So being able to customize that also comes with education. So it's important for us to really understand educating is always going to be a top priority for your services, for what you're seeing in their skin the products you're referring, all of that has to come with education. But if you're stuck in that transition space of, I just need a transaction. I have a certain rent I need to pay. I need to see a certain amount of clients a day. I need to have a certain amount of retail sales a day. You're missing the key opportunity. And let's say <clears throat> you don't have enough time to do it in your services, you're back to back. I get it, right? This is why that Facebook group is also important because you can educate in that Facebook group. You may not be able to do as much as you want to face-to-face, -face, but now you have that backup. That email is about educating your socials or education. So we got balance to help us understand that when we really get into the space of I want to solidify the relationship with my clients. I want to authentically grow my clientele. Education is a part of that. And the things that I see, especially in our industry and the, ed and the conversations that happen when I pop in, and I don't do that a lot because I don't really have a lot of time to do that. But when I do pop in or I'm tagged, usually it's because I'm tagged in a conversation, I may not respond, but I'll come in and really look, but the attitude of many estheticians, in my opinion, is kind of shocking. You know, I've said a couple podcasts back, we're not slow and we're not slow. I had another esthetician who's in our esthetician business community do her client appreciation event. She did over $4,000 in sales, signed up five new clients all in three hours. It's relationship, right? So now I have another esthetician. We have two now from our community that have done amazing events. So it's not slow, but what it is, is it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to educate. It's an opportunity for you to grow your relationship. It's an opportunity for you to sit in a place of gratitude for the ones that are continuing to come with you, right? They're coming with you on this journey as you being a business owner. But there are some things that you can do to continue that. 
I often say to many folks who say that it's slow, when's the last time you called your client you haven't seen in six months, a year, three months? Do you have a list and have you reached out? Majority of them say no. Why? Oh, you know, what's the one that I get a lot? Oh, uh, uh, you know, the economy is changing and, you know, their money. And I'm always like, uh, no, people spend on what they want to spend on. However, why don't you just try to reach out and just tell them that you miss them? You know that their skin needs A, B, C, D. When do they have some time you would love to see them? Nothing pushy. See how they respond. And I throw this out in my esthetician business community every now and then. And then, of course, I have an esthetician that comes up and says, hey, I was able to fill my books because I went and I reached out to the folks I haven't seen in a while. They missed me too. We are in the relationship business and we're not great at relationships with them, but we want the money exchange. So in order for you to get a consistent money exchange, you got to work on that relationship. You got to work on that relationship so that it is clear to them that it's more than a money exchange. Now, bigger picture, absolutely it's a money exchange. The only way you can run your business is having people exchange money, coming to the business and giving you money. I understand that 120%. But the reasons why they do it is where we kind of mess it up because we start off well. When we open our business, we do the things, we grind, we hustle, we communicate, we email, we over-communicate, we text. How was your service? How's your skin feeling? We check in two days, four days, a week later. We send thank you cards. We do random cake pop dates. We do all these things. And then when we get a full book, we get the big head, we get overconfident, we get, we get, and we forget how we got there. Then when we come now, October, beginning of November, oh, it's dead. No, you're not communicating. Quarter four is the most busiest quarter of the year. You're not communicating. So if you're not communicating, how do you expect the money exchange to continue? People want to feel like they are of value to you. It is our job, along with educating, growing the relationship, to help them understand you are grateful for them and they are valuable to you. So if you haven't really kind of looked at your business in this space, let's Let's start with the real kind of deep. Let's start with the real deal and let's really kind of continue to see how we can make change in our business and how we can do it effectively. Can we be more consistent? Absolutely. 
Can we have conversations with clients that really have to do with educating them at the same time? Absolutely. If we don't have time in our services, can we in our Facebook group educate more? Yes. Can we in our socials educate more? Yes. Can we send emails with our FAQs or most commonly asked questions and you educating them? Yes. So if you're ready for a change, you're looking forward to January, you have your price increase ready, let's put those things into place now. Let's start working on our communication. Let's start working on our relationships and let's really start working on education. We have got to educate our clients in order for them to understand what is happening in their skin. That's how we continue the money exchange. Until next time.